Hello, everyone. I'm that one nerd, Jacob. And I'm that one, Scott Collins. And welcome to episode 21 of Those Nerds on a Podcast, where we don't have face cams because, as we learned with the last uh, tier list video, OBS doesn't want to capture more than one full screen window at a time. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I know it sucks, but we're back with the tier list. So we've got the exact same tiers of la er, as last time. We've got the greatest of all time. You should play these now solid games would recommend not for everyone avoid at all costs and haven't played slash seen and today we are doing nintendo 64 games um i got 42 games on here uh i would say a solid uh like 85 percent of these i've actually played so Caleb, how's your knowledge on the N64 lobby? Or library, uh, not lobby. Library, <laughs> lobby. Um, uh, I've played a lot of N64 games over the years, but I never actually owned an, an, an N64. Fair, that's fair. Like, it was those, it was that weird, it was one of those weird things where like my friends had them, but I didn't necessarily have it, have them. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Well, let's get right into the tier list. Game number one, Banjo-Kazooie. So, uh, you should play this now. Oh, 100%. This is an amazing 3D platform collect-a-thon game. And if you haven't played it yet, it's on Nintendo Switch Online. It's on Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, you have the tools at your fingertips. Play it. It's so good. Uh, to be honest, I thought that was an Xbox game. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rare made it for the N64 at first, and then Microsoft acquired Rare, which is mm -hmm. why it got moved to the Xbox. But, I mean, to be fair, I, I can't really blame you for thinking it was a, an it's Xbox game. It's just one of those game. things when you say Banjo and Kazooie, my first thought goes to Microsoft. That's fair, yeah. But um, this is also one of the N64 games that I've played that doesn't really feel broken by how janky N64 controls are. Like, it holds up very well. Like, Rare knew what they were doing. It holds up. Alright, next up we've got Banjo-Tooie. So, uh, you should play this now is another one. Because even though Banjo and Kazooie was like the best, uh, Banjo Tooie, it, it's just it's just it's just a continuation. It's the it's the best. That's true. I put it below Banjo Kazooie just because the first one's always going to be better. But no, there is nothing wrong with Banjo Tooie. Definitely agree. Whenever you say you should play these now. Mhm. Mm All right, Bomberman sixty four. They made a Bomberman for the Nintendo 64? They made three, actually, but this is the only one that I put on here because it's the only one that I've played. I've never actually played that one. Um, So I'm going to put it in solid game. Would recommend. Uh, Caleb, picture a 3D platformer with an overhead view of the world as Bomberman mm -hmm. where you use different bombs to explore different terrain. It's oh. it's very fun. I really hope that they get that on Nintendo 64 online. Uh, the multiplayer on it is amazing as well, because it's basically just classic Bomberman multiplayer, but with multiple levels. And I think that that's cool. 
All right, Castlevania 64. Oh. Oh, wait, Castlevania 64. I never played Castlevania 64. Me neither. I only put that on there just in case you had played it. Castlevania games are pretty fucking cool, though. I need to... We need to expand our knowledge of the Nintendo 64 games now that I'm thinking... Because I'm like, they made a Bomberman in 64. They made this in the N64. It's just all those things where I'm like, what? When did they make this? Yeah, that's true. Like, looking through some of the games, uh, too, because I just go to Google Drives to get the, uh, the high-resolution, uh, box arts, and some mm-hmm. of the games that I saw in there, I'm like, wow, they made this? I didn't put them on there just because it's like, if I feel like if I didn't know it was made, there's a good chance you wouldn't have known it was made. Have, have you seen those comics that are, like, mid- level comics but then somebody discovered like i completely i'm completely blanking on the name but it was like a thing on twitter where it's like if you take the first frame and then the last frame of these four frame comics it actually makes them from it actually transforms them from mid uh comics to like high tier comics Uh, this is i I, there's a there's a reason i'm telling i'm I'm talking about this by the way um there was literally there was literally this thing where apparently there was some joke about Bomberman, but Uh when you cut out the first when you cut out the the middle two comics of this strip it's just literally these two detectives sitting across the table from Bomberman, and and then it just passes them starting to beat the ever-loving shit out of Bomberman. It's just they're just sitting there. He looks a little nervous, and then they start beating the piss out of him. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I don't know. Violence without with violence without any context will always be kind of funny to me. That's fair. All right, we've got Conker's Bad Fur Day. Say it again. Conker's Bad Fur Day. It was a M-rated. N64 game developed by Rare. Um, I remember whenever I first learned about this game and uh, we were friends in high school, I would constantly quote the fucking great mighty Pooh who's going to fling his shit at you. Yeah, I've never played this game, but now I really want to. Uh, I, I'm definitely... I, I've seen gameplay. I haven't played it. It's basically just Banjo-Kazooie, but a lot more adult, racy humor. I'm going to put it in solid game, what I recommend. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're just playing a mature Banjo-Kazooie. Like, it's fun. It is a fun game, but not everyone's going to be a fan of that crude humor, which I can understand. I'm a huge fan of crude humor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, crude... Oh, what were you saying? 10 out of 10, crude humor. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Cruisin' USA. Cruisin' U- what? What's that game? It's literally an arcade racing game that got ported to the N64. I don't play racing games. Yeah, I had it. I'm just going to say it's not for everyone. It's a pretty much really boring racing game. Like, picture any of the other great racing games on Nintendo 64. Mm. It's just cars, no power-ups, no fun abilities, just cars. That's it. Just cars. So we're going to follow it up with a better racing game with Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, Solid game. Yeah. Would recommend. I'm going to put it above Conkers. But yeah, I've played Diddy Kong Racing a couple of times. I never owned it, but I had a friend that did. And it was always a fun time. Like, um, 
to put it into perspective, it's a great game to have if you don't have Mario Kart. Like, I hate I hate saying it's like a step down from Mario Kart, but it's definitely just like a, oh yeah, if you don't have Mario Kart, this is a good, you know, option to have. So, I don't know, that's if, just the way I look at it. If that's the best way to describe a game is great if you don't have Mario Kart, then that's just how it is. Yeah, you know? yeah. It really do be like that. <laughs> it really do be like that. All right. Sun Tzu. Caleb. He's yes. the leader of the bunch. You know him well. He's finally oh back to kick some tail. We've got Donkey Kong 64. Okay, so greatest of all time. Really? Donkey I Kong. was I was going to put this in you should play these now, but I'm I'm fine with greatest of all time. It literally changed, like it literally changed the way that people approach three D three D platformers. Go on, I I want to hear your reasoning behind this. Well, think well, think about it. It was it had one of the best crisp. It had one of the crispiest controls, right? Like the crispiness of of of, of Donkey Kong N sixty four is seriously is seriously underrated. First of all, second of all. Donkey Kong in this in this game a lot of people don't realize it but he didn't really have a lot of lore before this game came out. That's like, true. Every everybody thought that Donkey Kong was just a big dumb monkey and they didn't and they didn't know all this cool shit about him. So it was like the first time that we got to see Donkey Kong like actually be Donkey Kong as we know him today. Without without this game, Donkey Kong would just be the big dumb monkey that Mario has to defeat in one of his first games. Okay. Fair. I can respect that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree then. I'll agree. Heavily agree. <laughs> the case for Donkey Kong in 64. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody, everybody listening to the podcast is like, hold on, let him cook. <laughs> <laughs> let him cook. The defendant is at the stand and the defendant's name is Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> All right. Your honor, let him cook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we have Doom 64. I mean, Jake, do I even have to say it? Um, so I I will hedge my case first because I already know you're mm -hmm. going to say greatest of all time. Yes. I'm just going to put this under solid game would recommend. Interesting. Like, so to explain. Uh, so in my opinion, it doesn't control poorly, but for some reason, Doom, the original Doom, just feels to control better to me, personally, than Doom 64. Um, mm. I had a lot of trouble, like, actually progressing through levels, because they're just all so dark. You know, like, I get it, it's Doom, it's supposed to be a spooky atmosphere, I'm not shaming it for that, it does that well... But it's a little too dark to where, like, if you don't have your TV brightness all the way up and or you're not sitting right next to the screen, it's a little hard to tell where you're going sometimes. Don't get me wrong, I still think it's a really good game. I, again, solid game, what I recommend. Personally, I just, it's not the doom for me. Like, there are better mm. dooms out there. Okay, I understand your reasoning. At the same time, you have to remember a lot of those, the N64 games are all made for like those tube TVs. I mean, yes, so like, I get that. I get that. 
So sometimes a lot of what a lot of the quote design choices that don't look as good on the uh, digital TVs, but then you'll like see them in the context of of the uh, tube TVs, and it's like night and day differences. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying like they definitely did plan more for that, and it kind of ruins the experience if you play it today. Mm-hmm. But uh. Since I already know you're going to say greatest of all time, it'll go in the middle. You should play these now. Is it higher than Banjo-Kazooie, higher than Banjo-Tooie, or lower than both? Mm, lower than both. Okay, fair, fair. Because it's basically just a Doom remake. Yeah, I mean, that's true. All right, Dr. Mario 64. So, I... Love Doctor. I love the Doctor Mario games. Uh huh. Just, so, just, just so we're completely clear. Yes. So I, so I would say greatest of all time. Okay. See, however, I'm gonna however, agree with you. Really? Interesting. I thought you were gonna be like, no. See, absolutely not. I have some sappy nostalgia behind this game. Um, mm-hmm. this is the one game my mom would take time out of her day to play with me and my brother because of the multiplayer. Ah. <laughs> Um, I also love that there's a story, you know, it's kind of weird, like a story on Dr. Mario, but it works well, but like most of my reasoning for greatest of all time is just nostalgia. Again, it was nice to have my mom willingly take time out of her day just to play a game with me and my brother. I'm gonna put it below Donkey Kong 64 though. Okay. Duke Nukem. Okay, this is one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> For all the, it was so bad that it's fucking good. <laughs> I, I love Duke Nukem. I have not, is, I have not played or seen the N sixty four game, so this one's all you, bud. It's, it is literally like it, like it should not be good. Like it should not be good, but it's so fucking good. Like a lot of like a lot of people like play it and they'll be like, none of this makes any sense. Like, why are we making any of these decisions? That line was so completely cheesy, but <laughs> that's what makes it good. It literally is unapologetically one of the greatest games I've ever played for the specific purpose of this game is not serious at all. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Now, above DK64, above Dr. Mario, or below both? Uh, below both. Okay, fair. Um, Excitebike64. I've never actually played Excitebike. Yeah, I know. I remember us going over this during the NES and SNES. Um, I haven't seen or played Excitebike64, so haven't played slash seen. Uh, F0X. I've never actually played any of the F-Zero games. Uh, I have not played this one either. I believe it's on Nintendo Switch Online. I need to play it just because it looks fun. I played the SNES one, but never any of the others. Glover. What? Glover. Never heard of it. Man, how could you not hear of this? They advertised this during a WWE pay-per-view back in the day. This was, this was supposed, like, the way that this game was marketed, this was going to be the game, you know, this was supposed to basically be the game you should buy a Nintendo 64 for. I can only say, though, that it is 
very high not for everyone because the controls are weird. So you play as a glove, right? You play as a glove. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. the missions basically consist of you, the glove, trying to get a ball to the end of the level as a glove. Okay. It's so weird, and the controls are kind of iffy to get used to, but I would say you have to at least experience it once just to understand. But yeah, I, I can't really put it any higher than like, high, not for this everyone. Sounds, this sounds like an I am bread before I am bread was I am bread. And you, you know... Basically, you're a fucking glove. And you're trying to be a glove. And a glove... Like, and that's just what it sounds like to my to my monkey I think, brain. It's I think like, the story, too, is that you were a guy that met an evil wizard, and the evil wizard turned you into a glove. <laughs> okay, this might we might be reaching level, greatest greatest of all time levels with that <laughs> just from the summary. Alright. Next up. Goldeneye 007. So, uh, this game, this game is fantastic. Yes, 100%. Even if Jacob can never beat it. Okay, I couldn't beat it on the hardest difficulty. Whenever I played it by myself, though, and just played on, like, the most casual difficulty, it was so fun. The multiplayer's great. The controls, once they've been modernized, now that it's been re-released, I actually love. The levels are all fun. It's greatest of all time, dude. I'm glad we concur. Now, personally, I would say this is above Donkey Kong 64, but I want to see how you would judge it here. I, honestly, I would give it the same. Okay, cool. Glad we're on the same page. GoldenEye 007, go play it. It's on Nintendo Switch Online and it Xbox Game Pass. And basically, every, every modern great first-person shooter owes something to this game. That's oh, like, yeah. What do you want from me? Yeah, and, like, another thing, too, that a lot of people don't talk about, the soundtrack and the sound effects for this game, mm -hmm. top tier. Top tier. Like, there's some modern games that the sound effects aren't as good as a 25-year-old game. Yeah. That's, it's, it basically set the standards for modern first-person shooter games. Yeah. So, yeah, top of greatest of all time. All right, Caleb, this one's for you. Harvest Moon 64. 64? Okay, so 64 is not greatest of all time. Okay. Like, 64 is good. Like, it's a great game would recommend, but it's not It's not Magical Melody. It is not It's not that high tier. Like, they were still trying to figure out a lot... They were, trying, they were still trying to work out a lot of the kinks for farming games. Like, it's, like, it feels like a Nintendo 64 farming game, if I describe that. I mean, yeah, it's a farming game that's on the Nintendo 64. But, you, but that's not what I'm trying to... That's not what I... You're not picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> I'm not, because I have not played Harvest Moon 64. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that when I when I say... Picture a, picture a Nintendo 64, an unremarkable Nintendo 64 farming game. Okay. That's basically what we're working with. Okay. So like, where... It's not, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like this will knock your socks off type of deal. Right. Okay, so where would you rank it then? I'm leaving this up to uh, you. 
Great game. We'll recommend. Okay. Uh, high, low, or mid? Uh, high because it's still a, it's if you like farming games, it's still a fantastic game for okay. you. Okay. Above or below Bomberman sixty four? Never played Bomberman sixty four. Hmm. I'll let you have this one and put it above Bomberman sixty four. Okay, I was like, I was about to say, we're, ladies and gentlemen, we found a Jake's opinion of farming games. Turns out he kind of likes them. <laughs> I mean, I do. It, I fucking love Stardew Valley, dude. It's I mean, so good. <laughs> I fucking love Stardew Valley. All right. Jake. Hey, you Pikachu. Never played Hey, you Pikachu. Okay. I'm every... In every mag Pokemon magazine, they mention it, so I'm pretty sure that me that 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 alludes me to the fact that it's probably a good game. It is not. <laughs> it's not. So obviously, you know the gimmick is that you talk to Pikachu, right? Yes. Let's just say they did not perfect the microphone, and well, an also an Pikachu an has a little bit of an attitude. So even if you do get through the message to what you're trying to say to Pikachu, half the time it just won't listen. I'm putting it middle of not for everyone. <laughs> well, I was about to say the original Pikachu from the from the manga and the anime. That kid, that guy's a fucking asshole most of the time. I mean, yeah, yeah, and like I'm not saying that this is a game you should avoid at all costs. I played it as a kid, and as frustrating as it was, I did think it was a cute little game where you got to be best friends with the Pikachu. But again, the fact that you have to use a microphone to communicate with him, and the microphone that was used back then was just bad, that makes it kind of hard to justify it being any higher than not for everyone. Alright. Alright, Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards. Never played it. Uh, this is very much, uh, I'm gonna put it middle. Solid game, would recommend. Um... It's just, it's another, you know, Kirby game. Kirby, up until, like, last year, was only ever 2D side-scrollers, but this one showed off 3D graphics, had really fun mini-games that you could play with friends, the worlds were very nice to get immersed in, um, you could combine power-ups, which was pretty cool. Actually, now that I'm talking about it out loud, I'm putting it above Doom 64, and you should play these now. Um... <laughs> 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 your honor i have cooked <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i convinced myself yeah no kirby 64 is just such a fun game and again if you just want to have a fun game to play with friends the mini games on here while not very many do not disappoint all right caleb mm -hmm. i am going to be using on this next one one of my automatic placements oh wow i am putting the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. No. Very low, not for everyone. Oh, no. I what have you done? I debated... What have you done? I debated putting this at avoid at all costs. I really did. Because in my experience of playing it on stream, I still haven't picked it up since I stopped streaming it. Um, The beginning... Okay, pretty self-explanatory, but then eventually you get into the point where it feels like you have to have a manual to play a game. I've said this about this game already on the podcast, I've said it on stream, if you need to rely on a manual on or on your friends telling you what to do slash where to go, the game fails. 
A game cannot be good if you have to rely on things that are not already present in the game. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy puzzles. Like, I enjoy a lot of Zelda games. I really do. But this one, there's... Stuff is just so tedious. Once you get past, like, the first temple, I was having to pause the game, what felt like every five minutes, to look up a guide, or constantly have to ask chat, hey, where am I supposed to go? And I... Don't also get this confused for, like, oh, yeah, I want the game to hold my hand and tell me where to go. I don't want that. But do like modern Zelda games do. You put a pinpoint on a map, it's not exactly where you need to go, but it shows you the area you're supposed to at least get to, to where you can do what the game is trying to prepare you for next. And in that aspect, Majora's Mask fails. But the only reason I decided against putting it in Avoid at All Costs is there are some people that likes stuff like that. And I can fully understand that. There are some people who couldn't care less if they feel the need to constantly open a guide because in their eyes, they're still the ones playing the game. But in my eyes, if I have to do that, I'm not the one playing the game. I am a third-party bystander who has no say, really. I'm just completing what a book is telling me to do. So... Again, I almost put it in Avoid at All Costs, but I just know that there's some people who really adore this game and can look past the constant use of having to use a manual or ask friends what to do. Well, you, you, you made your case, bud. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Alright, next! Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. This game is so fucking good. I love Ocarina of Time. I haven't played it. Okay, I first played the game. You remember how, how in Super Smash Bros. Brawl, they would actually have demos of the of some of the characters' video games. See, yes, right? I, I've played that, but I'm not considering that enough experience for me to rank it. So I, so I played that, and I was like, wow, I've really got to play the rest of this. Okay. And so, and so I did. Yeah. And so I did. I really like this game. I really like the I really even even the hey listen hey listen fucking Navi even though it's memed to shit it's not as annoying as everybody says it is because she always says it like when you're really not paying the fuck attention yeah that's true <laughs> and gr I granted it can get grating but it's it, it's like motherfucker they told you three times what to do why are you still not fair why are you still not doing it fair. So where would you but, uh, rank it? Uh, great game. Should highly recommend. Okay. Uh, high, middle, low. High. Above Harvest Moon, above Bomberman 64. Above Harvest Moon. Okay. Cool. The Zelda fan base can be happy knowing that they have one solid game on this tier list. <laughs> <laughs> You shitter. <laughs> Alright. Next, Lego Racers. Never played it. I didn't know they I didn't know they made a Lego Racers, if I'm being completely honest. Alright, I'ma put it above Cruise in USA, because at the end of the day, it is just another racing game, but you can make your own Lego car. That's the only thing that sets it apart from Cruise in USA and makes me want to race. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, I, I, the only thing I remember is constantly just building my own cars, and that's it. Um, you could unlock more Lego pieces, but I never did because I was stupid and didn't know how to play video games. So, um, I was just stuck with, like, bare bones pieces, but it was just so fun. Um, definitely not a Mario Kart or Diddy Kong Racing alternative. Like, still, you should at least have one of those two, but... If you do have one of those two, this is not a bad option to play every once in a while. All right. Mario Golf. I didn't, I forgot, I completely forgot they made this game if I'm being, if I'm being one hundo with you. Um, I would say low solid game would recommend. Um, it doesn't have the charm that a lot of later Mario Golf games have. Um... But also in that aspect, it's not a bad golf game. Like, funny enough, we had three golf games on my Nintendo 64 as a kid, and this was one of them, and it was definitely the best out of the three. That's probably mainly just because, you know, Mario. But um, it's not a bad game, but definitely out of, out of all the Mario golf games that do exist... It's definitely the worst, but it's still solid. Like, you should you should at least try it once, you know? You should have played this now. <laughs> Mario Kart 64. Okay, so this you should play this now. Yes, 100%. Um, I would put it above Doom, but below Kirby 64. All right. Yeah, like... Agreed. The yeah. council agreed. Yeah, like... This is definitely where Mario Kart got its start. Like, Super Mario Kart, I'm sorry, that's hardly Mario Kart by today's standards. And Mario Kart 64 gave us some iconic tracks, like Sherbet Land or Choco Mountain, you know? Like, it's definitely a good game, and it controls fairly well still. Like, I remember me and Summer went to a, uh arcade bar, and they had Mario Kart 64 hooked up. And I played it, and I still had fun. You know, it was still fun to play, even though I play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch now. Like, the controls, yes, are different, but it still plays very well. Alright, Mario Party 1. Um, you should play this now. Yeah, I'ma put this... I would say at least above Kirby 64. Do you want to put it above Banjo-Kazooie or Banjo-Tooie, or is Kirby 64 good? Uh, Kirby 64 is good. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a good game. I, I hadn't played any of the OG Mario Party games until Nintendo Switch Online, just because we never had them, and the ones that we did have were all on GameCube. And I do still believe that those are better. Um... I used to be one of those guys, though, that was like, oh yeah, people are just blinded by nostalgia. This game couldn't be that good. The mini games are a lot of fun, and the boards on Mario Party 1 aren't the best, but they do have that charm and, you know, beauty to them that do make Mario Party 1 worth revisiting. Mario Party 2, on the other hand. Yeah, you talked a lot about this one. You were okay. like, this game... Listen, I'm going to say greatest of all time. There is a reason that me, Dan, Avian, and Colton did the Dutch, 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 and Dutch Mario Party series on this game. We played every board at least once, just so we can say we played everything. And I mean, dude, the minigames. It's an updated Mario Party 1 with better boards, more minigames, 
overall better atmosphere. Like every, the, such a small detail to include that's so fun. Every character gets a fun little costume depending on what world you go to. It's so good. Greatest of all time. You have any opposition? No, no, that's good. I'm gonna put it right below Goldeneye, right above Donkey Kong 64, unless you oppose. No, this is no, that's a good placement. It's a good placement. All right, now Mario Party 3, on the other hand, I still have not played yet because it hasn't been released to Nintendo Switch Online. Boo, boo! I say. Have you played it? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mario Tennis. You know, never played it. I've never played the N64 Mario Tennis either. Okay. All right, Caleb. We have we have such a popular game. We have to rank this properly. Mm-hmm. Monopoly. <laughs> Greatest of all time, I guess. Hang I on. Mean... Hang on. What? I said it as a joke. I played it a lot, but it's Monopoly at the end of the day. It's just Monopoly. It's... I, I I like Monopoly though. Um, I would just put it at low solid game. So unless you wanna use one of your automatic movements, it's uh, going. No, we, we could we could do it there. That's fine. Okay, so it's going. Uh, you should play these now. We'll put it at the very bottom though, because at the end of the day, it's fucking Monopoly. <laughs> like, yeah, but Monopoly. Is a great fucking game. I don't understand the controversy. I mean, you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, we now have Monopoly over such classics such as both Legend of Zelda games, <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing, Glover, and AU Pikachu. <laughs> it's it's a good game. I don't know what you guys want from me. <laughs> I fucking love Monopoly. Wee wee wee. Okay. Paper Mario. Greatest of all time. I'm gonna let you go here. Um, I I need to play it, but I have not played Paper Mario quite yet. Everything about it, from the way that from the way that Luigi just like, hey Mario, check out this random fucking letter I found. To, to it's somehow mysteriously all be all it's just it the story is insane the story like the story if it, it makes no sense to me in my brain at the same time i just sat there like this i am having the time of my life you fuck know yeah. it's just one of those things fuck yeah okay but, so high mid or low yeah. uh low cuz they make better Paper Mario's down the down the road. Okay, above or below Duke Nukem? Uh, below Duke Nukem. Man, you probably pissed somebody off with that. <laughs> Fuck up. All right, Perfect Dark. What? Okay, so this is also made by Rare. Um, plays uh, pretty much the exact same way as Goldeneye. Uh, I've only ever played the first mission because I used to have the, uh, Rare Replay sort of bundle thing on Xbox One. I, I don't know why, but I couldn't get behind it. I, it might just be because a small part of me would dis was disappointed that it was Perfect Dark and not Goldeneye. Um, 
I would at least say it's a solid game, would recommend, just because it plays so similarly, but personally, I couldn't put it too much higher than that. Um, we'll put it above Mario Golf. Alright. Pokemon Puzzle League. You, you, have you ever played this game? Dude. I have just recently damn near 100% of this game on Nintendo Switch Online. Ah. So tell me, my companion. So. <laughs> how, how good do Pokemon Puzzle League. So you remember how I was explaining Tetris Attack um, for the SNES? How it wasn't Tetris, it was a Japanese game called Panel de Pan, which they just used the Tetris name to market it better and sell more units in the United States. Is this the same deal? Pokemon Puzzle League is Panel de Pan, but Pokemon themed. And it's great because you have different difficulties. One difficulty, you battle your rival and then all the gym leaders. Another difficulty, you battle your rival, all the gym leaders, and then I think Team Rocket. Another difficulty, you battle your rival, all the gym leaders, Team Rocket, and then the Elite Four. Another difficulty, you battle your rival, all the gym leaders, uh, Team Rocket, the Elite Four, and the Champion. And another difficulty, if you can do all that, you play against Mewtwo, who was the final boss of the game, and I swear to God, this dude is so fucking hard to beat, but I was able to do it after an undi- I'm not disclosing the amount of attempts that it took. Um, it's so fun. Doing combos is great. Multiplayer is really fun. I wish I had somebody else that knew what this game was about so I could play with them on Nintendo Switch Online. I- Awesome. I was like, I've got something to do later. You should play this now. I can't really, in good faith, put it in greatest of all time, because at the end of the day, it is just a puzzle game. But this is such a good puzzle game. It is so fun. The gameplay gets very addicting once you understand what to do. And if you don't understand what to do, there's a tutorial area that actually makes it fun to learn what to do. Like, that's a that's something that's hard for a lot of tutorials to do. Um, I'm gonna put this above Doom 64, right below Mario Kart 64. But, seriously, do yourself a favor if you have never played Pokemon Puzzle League and play it. It is so good. Pokemon Snap. What? Have you never heard of Pokemon Snap? No, I, I, I was, I thought that was like a... I thought that was like a modern thing. No, they, they made a new Pokemon Snap. I think it's literally just called New Pokemon Snap now that I'm thinking about it. Um, uh, either one or two years ago mm -hmm. uh, for the Switch. And yeah. it's pretty much a sequel to Pokemon Snap. And when I tell you, my photographer brain goes whenever I see this game. It is so fun to try to get different poses of Pokemon. I am biased because I love photography, but even as a kid, before I really knew too much about cameras or anything like how to get a good picture or something like that, Pokemon Snap was such a fun game to play. There were so many little secrets that you could figure out by manipulating the Pokemon in the environment. Like, that's how you unlock some of the levels, was by making the Pokemon do something that they wouldn't necessarily do until you've gotten an item that makes them change their behavior in one aspect. 
It is so fun. Uh, again, this one is on Nintendo Switch Online, so you should do yourself a favor and play this now. You do yourself a favor and play this now. I put it right above Pokemon Puzzle League, but... Oh. Alright, Pokemon Stadium 1. So, I liked Pokemon Stadium. What about you? Um, I was a big fan of Pokemon Stadium. I feel like it did a lot right. Um, it was really cool to be able to pull your team from the Game Boy games and use them in another game. And in 3D, which at the time was a really big deal. Yeah. And it like and it like made it gave you a reason to buy both the Game Boy and the N sixty four. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like because because I could play on my Game Boy, and then if I really wanted to see like my thi- my uh, Pokemon in like action, I could just I could just literally uh, get I could literally just put it put my Game Boy game in my N sixty four. And then through the little conversion thing, and boom, there it is on my screen. And it also gave a lot more playability to red, blue, and yellow because you can train your Pokemon up to a level 100 and participate in the highest level cup. So it gives you more of a reason to want to level up your Pokemon after beating the game, aside from just playing against your friends. You can use it to beat what is arguably one of the hardest Pokemon games of all time. This game is so hard to play through by using just the rental Pokemon. It really does give you a big advantage if you use your team and you've leveled them up. Also, the minigames are really fun. I, I love Pokemon Stadium minigames. So, I would definitely put this in. You should play these now. What about you? I would do that too. Mm, I'm going to put it above Kirby. Above Kirby? Yeah, dude. Alright. But listen, Pokemon Stadium 2! Yes? Take everything that was so good about Pokemon Stadium 1 and double it. This game, I am still waiting for them to put it onto Nintendo Switch Online. I lost so much time as a kid to Pokemon Stadium 2 to where I'm going to say that this is a greatest of all time game. Like, it's so good. It is so, 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 so good. It's also just because I'm a huge sucker for Gen 2 of Pokemon. Like, that is... That is my favorite generation. Well, technically it's Gen 4 because of the Gen 2 remakes. But just Johto as a region, the Pokemon that were included... Literally my favorite of all time. Close, close second is Gen Five. I remember on one of our servers where we, where there was where there was a question like if you could be in like one of the if you could be like if you could have a starter Pokemon and it's any starter Pokemon you want and then you would start off in one of the regions to win the Pokemon to to try and become a Pokemon master where would you go and you and I forgot that you were like a Johto guy and yeah so when I saw. I was just like, oh yeah, he is a Johto guy. Yeah, I remember. I, 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 I picked I, Zorua as the starter and Johto as my starting region. 
And I remember being the only guy that picked the Hoenn region. I was just like, you guys all suck. <laughs> Listen, no no offense to Hoenn at all, but I just always have preferred Johto. But Hoenn is also, like, Gen 3, goaded generation, dude. Goaded generation. Yeah. Yeah. No, no cap. <laughs> goaded. But sauce. I would say greatest of all time. Do you have any counter argument or? No, your assessment is very fair. Okay, I'm putting it above Dr. Mario 64. Oh. It is almost... Yeah, that's good. It is almost top three. That is how much I love that game. All right. Star Fox 64. So, uh... Do I need to say it, Jacob? <laughs> you know what? Why this don't you say it? I've been, I've been doing a lot of talking. You say it. I mean, do a barrel roll. I mean, literally the memes that one can create from this for this game, simply because it's just that damn good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it it's one of those games where no matter what you do, it it just holds it just hold it holds itself up tremendously. Yeah. Go ahead, Caleb. Say it. Say where we're ranking okay. it. Greatest of all time. Yes, sir. Um, I'm gonna also put this one right above Dr. Mario 64. So good, dude. I love it's Star so Fox. Good. It's such a great game. Alright. Star Wars Episode 1 Racer. I didn't know that game existed, therefore I have zero opinion on it. Okay, I'm gonna put it um above Majora's Mask and not for everyone. Um, so, Star Wars Episode One Racer controls very poorly. Well, it is an N64 game. Yes, it controls very poorly, but the only thing that keeps me from saying avoid at all costs is because you're pod racing in the middle of some of the greatest Star Wars environments, and that alone is enough to keep it as like a, you know, play it at least once. I remember, though, it was on sale. They re-released it for the Nintendo Switch. They didn't update anything, but I'm like, okay, maybe I was too harsh on the game as a kid. And then I wound up wasting $5. Um, but I'd say at least play it once. It's not that bad. Like, it's it's not the worst racing game I've ever played. All right, Super Mario 64. Okay, greatest of all time. I know you didn't like this game specifically because of the controls again, but I loved this game as a kid. Like, I would, I remember just sitting there for, like, three hours straight making Mario do backflips and shit. <laughs> you know, because of, of the upgraded jumps and stuff? Yeah. I just remember, like, having the time of my life playing this game. So... I will not agree that it's greatest of all time, but despite my hatred of how the controls hold up, I will still say the first half of the game before you get into more precision stuff is so much fun to go back and explore. Like the first half of Mario 64 is peak Mario. It is so replayable. Hello, Mario. I will say... Again, despite how I feel about the controls, that I would at least say this is low. You should play these now. All right. So, Caleb, would you like to put it at high, you should play these now, or low, greatest of all time? 
Low greatest of all time. Okay, above Paper Mario, above Duke Nukem, above Dr. Mario, or uh, below uh, them all? Uh, above Paper Mario. Damn, you probably pissed somebody off by saying it's worse than Duke Nukem. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying that anytime we put something below Duke Nukem and greatest of all time. I'm just gonna joke that we pissed somebody off right there. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So. Oh, I supposed to say something? <laughs> no, I got it. Dun, 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 dun. So, I've been fucking up your tier list. Cry about it, liberal. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Precisely. But yeah, no, like I said, Super Mario 64, as much as I hate the controls in the second half of the game, I will always love playing that first half of the game. It's just, it's too iconic to not love. One of my favorite Duke Nukem memes is, there are two sexes, the one I have with your mom, and the one I have with your dad. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite. It's so fucking stupid, and I love it. All right. Super Smash Bros. The first one? Yes. Not even not even Melee, just the first one. Wow. Hidden memory unlocked. Um, I gotta say, it, it, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? I would say you should play this now, um, definitely out of all the Smash Bros. games. It is the worst, just because a lot of the functions that are in, you know, games like Melee onward just don't exist quite yet. Um, the roster being 12 characters, that's expected. It's an N64 game. There weren't that many big IPs at the time. Um, and it was all Nintendo mainstays. That was before we got any third-party characters. Um... Again, the controls, it controls perfectly fine. It's just that certain things that you can do in later Smash Bros. games don't exist yet. But still, you should play this now. What say you, Caleb? It's a, it's a fine assessment, my good, my good lad. A fine assessment, assessment indeed. Alright, um, I'm thinking high... Do we put it above Banjo-Kazooie, above Banjo-Tooie, above Mario Party, or above Pokemon Stadium? Uh, I'd put it above Pokemon Stadium. Okay. All right, Caleb. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, have you heard of the worst Nintendo 64 game of all time? Oh, my. That is a high bar. <laughs> Superman 64. They made a Superman game for the Nintendo 64? So, let me explain it to you. Mm. I'm like, no matter what, I'm putting this in avoid at all costs. Th this is that oh bad my. of a game. It is that bad of a game. Wow. The gameplay. You fly through rings. Yeah. You fly through is rings. That it? You fly through rings. <laughs> is that it? On a time limit. Uh-huh. What happens when you fail the time if you fail the time limit? You fly through rings on a time limit that is so low that if you make even one misstep, you restart the entire level. Uh-huh. 
You fly through rings on such a strict time limit that if you fail, you restart the whole level. But if you do pass, you get to participate in essentially just a 30-second boss fight. Mm-hmm. If you fail anything past the first level, what do you think happens? I don't know, Jake. What happens? You go all the way back to the beginning of the first level. Oh my. <laughs> that is, wow. This is, like, without a doubt, I'm pretty sure I can look up uh, N64 game rankings, and every mm -hmm. site, every ranking will have Superman 64 lowest of the entire library. Like, oh my god. It's it's that bad. I I don't know why they did that here let me let me just search worst in 64 games of all time all right top 25 worst let's see here i'm just gonna i'm just gonna immediately go down to number one just so i can see that they put Superman 64, number one. Let's check another website's list of worst N64 games of all time. Superman 64. Let me check one more website, just for good measure, to make sure that everything is as accurate as possible here. And wouldn't you know it, three for three, Superman 64 tops the worst of all time charts. Yeah, I'm starting to think Superman 64 not, might not be the best game. It's so bad. I haven't played it. I've only seen gameplay. And it is it is a rage game. And it's not a good rage game. It was not intentionally made to make you rage like getting over it with Bennett Foddy. I am bred. Surgeon Simulator. It's not a rage game specifically designed to be it. This is a group of people that thought that this game was good. And they released it. So yeah, avoid at all costs. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. The first one? I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I would like, say... It wasn't, it, it wasn't Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Oh, did, did I forget to get the picture for that? Shit. Well, I'm gonna put... Uh, I would say... Just put a just put a hawk on it. Just a hawk. Yeah. Well, I can't edit it now, but Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One. I'm gonna just say solid game. Would recommend. Even though we don't have the picture, we will figuratively rank it. Where would you put Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two? Because I have not actually played the N64 version. Uh solid game. Would recommend. We'll put it above like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One. <laughs> I'm not gonna edit this, but to everyone watching, just assume that there is a gap between Diddy Kong Racing and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. Alright. WrestleMania 2000. Never played it. Um, I would say that this is a solid game. Would recommend. Uh, I'm gonna put above Conker's Bad Fur Day. Um, it's, it's a very, like, Obviously, arcade wrestling game. Very fun. Uh, 
not the most in-depth character creator, but there's a character creator. And honestly, for an N64 game, pretty sizable roster, even though, like, 90% of the roster is the exact same skin, just with different shirts, and 90% of the roster also shares a moveset. But it was still a very fun time. This was the only wrestling game that I had on the N64. There was, I think, at least six released. Um, but WrestleMania 2000 is the one we had, and I thought it was pretty fun. Like, I liked it. Alright, Caleb, last game of the tier list. Yoshi's Story. I liked it. Where would you rank it? Because I have not played it. Eh, solid game. Uh, high, mid, or low? Oh, mid. Okay, above Tony Hawk, above Diddy Kong Racing, or below both? Uh, above Tony Hawk. Okay, because it's a fun. It's just fun. That's just, that's 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 it. I just think it's neat. That's fair. You know, that's a fair it's assessment. Neat. The Marge Potato. I just <laughs> think they're neat. <laughs> All right. So, of the forty-two games that we have discussed today. These are the final rankings going from very loosely ordered worst to best. Starting with, unfortunately, the five that have not been played or seen by either of us. Castlevania 64, Excitebike 64, F-Zero X, Mario Party 3, and Mario Tennis. Gone, but never forgotten. Next, the only game in Avoid at All Costs. Superman 64. It is so bad that it reserved the entire tier for itself. And not... Well, this is a lot about the Nintendo 64, actually. What a, what a great platform it was when you've only got one fucking game. That's just like, avoid it! Be gone! So, next, and not for everyone, I'm gonna piss people off by saying this but i do not give a shit keep tr keep fucking crying dude i don't care lowest of not for everyone we've got legend of zelda majora's mask star wars one or star wars episode one racer cruising usa lego racers hey you pikachu and glover i i am so ready for all the angry comments i'm gonna get about putting <laughs> majora's mask that low but I am ready to feed off your negativity. Next, solid games would recommend. Starting off with Mario Golf, Perfect Dark, Conker's Bad Fur Day, WrestleMania 2000, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Yoshi's Story, Diddy Kong Racing, Bomberman 64, Harvest Moon 64, and The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Next. And you should play these now. Monopoly. <laughs> disappointment. Just the fucking disappointment in your voice is what gets him. Monopoly. <laughs> Doom 64. Pokemon Puzzle League. Pokemon Snap. Mario Kart 64. Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards. Pokemon Stadium. Super Smash Bros, Mario Party 1, Banjo-Tooie, and top of You Should Play These Now, Banjo-Kazooie. 
And finally, the greatest N64 games of all time, in our opinion, Paper Mario, Super Mario 64, Duke Nukem. Go ahead, keep crying about it. Dr. Mario 64, Star Fox 64, Pokemon Stadium 2, Donkey Kong 64, Mario Party 2, and, in our opinion, the greatest Nintendo 64 game of all time, GoldenEye 007. Solid list, I must say. Oh yeah, no, this is definitely a very solid list. And to really just show, like, how at least quality the N64 library is, out of the 42, we'll subtract 5 since we didn't uh, see or play 5 of these. So out of the 37 that could have been ranked, only 7 were games that we wouldn't recommend. Mm -hmm. 7. So there are 30 games on this tier list that we would at the very least recommend that you play. And, like, there's not huge discrepancies in the number of tiers either. Like, greatest of all time, you should play these now, and solid games would recommend are only, are all only separated by maybe one game. The N64 library is honestly very, very, very good. So, Caleb, uh, do you have anything to say before we end the episode? Because we managed to get it to just barely over an hour here. Uh, no, I don't really have much else to say. Me they said neither. maybe that you should go out and buy Advance Wars Reboot Kit. Yes! <laughs> it, go out and buy Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp for the Nintendo Switch, $59.99 before any applicable taxes. Now! Um, and don't forget, as of the time you're watching this, this Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, Come check out the podcast live. Me and Caleb are going to be trying to make each other laugh. Laugh. Listen here, you big dumb son bitch. It's Stone Cold, and I'm here to tell you, you ain't going to make me laugh. You're not going to make anybody laugh. Your memes are what shit. They're what bad and what ass. Finally, The Rock has come back to those nerds on a podcast. <laughs> Stone Cold, The Rock says that you are one giggly bitch. <laughs> is that it? Stone Cold, Stone Cold, The Rock is going to make you laugh. And and this one-on-one -on -one matchup between you and The Rock. I am going to make you laugh so hard. I'm going to make you giggle so much that people won't know if you're drunk or if you're running out of air. The Rock is, is here, and he is going to make you laugh next week. Next week? This Saturday, not even next it week. It doesn't matter when I make you laugh. Damn. <laughs>
Good shit. All right. Well, I we will both hopefully see you guys this Saturday for Midsummer Bash during, at the very least, the live portion of the podcast, which is opening up the stream over on twitch.tv slash that one nerd Jacob. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening wherever you may be watching and or listening from. And uh, yeah, have a great rest of your day, night, or whenever the hell you're listening to this.